Welcome to the PayEvil podcast by Payment Evolution, Canada's largest and most loved cloud payroll solution. Yes, we pay people, but we're so much more than payroll. Our mission is to empower small businesses across Canada, just like yours. So tune into this podcast and let's talk all things startup, growth, scaling, and more. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Pay Evo podcast. We're really excited, as always, to be here supporting your business, um, helping you cover the topics that don't necessarily uh, work their way into your into your daily agenda, but are critical to the operation of your business. I'm Juliana. My uh, very long name is Juliana Tricolochina, but um, we we've covered that before. Um, you guys are awesome. Um, I encourage you to keep connecting with me on social. You can reach me at JTCINA. That's JTCINA, pretty much anywhere online, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, and I would love to hear from you guys. And also, what do you guys want to hear about? We can, we can tackle any topic you like today. I am very honored to have a guest with me. Leah Kozak is a member of the human experience team at Payment Evolution. And human experience HX is PayEvo's cure for broken HR. Leah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Awesome. So. We have a pretty interesting topic. It's actually, I have to be honest, before before this topic was raised by you guys, I didn't really ever think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think it's, it's kind of exciting and interesting in that way um, that it sits in the background, but it is important and it's real. And if you go down this path, you will feel it. <laughs> um, so before we dive into that topic, I want to just hear a little bit about you. You know, you're our subject matter expert today, um, but you know, why HX and what got you here? What made you, what made you our subject matter expert today? Uh, well, I am, uh, I am an human resources or human experience uh, professional. I've been in the field for more than 20 years and along the way uh, I've um, met some colleagues who we believe in the same things when it comes to the human experience uh, in the workplace. And uh, so I'm very fortunate to be working with some of those individuals within the HX team. Um, We've seen the good and we've seen the bad, and we want to ensure that we are providing um, the best experience for Payment Evolution clients and their employees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I really, I have to say, I, I maybe say this every time I talk to anyone on your team, um, there is so much alignment between just the HX mission, if you kind of looked at it on its own, and what Payment Evolution is doing in terms of supporting and bolstering, empowering small business. Um, I just find it very empowering. Uh, and, and, I, and I feel like the idea of human experience it's such an interesting take on HR. Is there, is there, like, w- was that language something that you were a part of coming up with, or, um, you know, how do, you, how did you wrap your head around that? Uh, actually, that was uh, established before I I joined the team, um, but it was the language of that that got me on board. 
because I, I do really believe in, um, we spend so much of our time at work. It really is, it is part of our human experience, right? Um, we spend more time at work with our colleagues, with our bosses, than we do sometimes with our own family. So how do we make the best of it? Um, and how do we do it, um, you know, as we've we've been doing some work with uh, respect to compliance recently, making sure as an employer, we're doing it right uh, in terms of, you know, what the guidance tells us. Yeah, for sure. And the standards are there for good reason. There was an interesting debate uh, that I ended up a part of on LinkedIn where um, someone was saying compliance shouldn't be the standard, that we should just be aiming for better. We should be aiming for more. And I, I said, you know, I, I responded back, that's awesome. And I agree. And we should consider, if we consider the human experience always, we'll probably exceed those standards every time. But you still need the standards. Yes. Um, because, well, for lots of reasons. <laughs> What's your take on that? Um, I, I think uh, employment standards, it's like when you're, let's say you're purchasing a car and the car, this is your base model. It has everything you need for the car to function, but doesn't air conditioning make it a little more comfortable? Doesn't, you know, and you, you add on to it. And that's really, um, but without that base model, a car can't function. So um, I would say that employment standards is like that. It's like, it, it can't function the human experience, um, you know, if you don't have these yeah. things in place, we want it to, uh, but we want it to be better than just functioning. We want it to be enjoyable. I love that. We want it to be better than just functioning. And, you know, the truth is um, there are going to be folks out there who hear human experience. Well, people who hear HR and they think, oh, that's just a waste of money or hear human experience and say, oh, well, that sounds like a nice luxury. Um, but and I know it's a topic for another day because it's a huge topic. But let's be clear. No one would be investing the money and the care and the energy and the research and the software and all of that into HR and into the human experience if it didn't translate into performance for a business. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so performance and, um, you know, people look at, let's say, performance management and definitely a, a subject for another day because it's an area I'm passionate about. People think that just means the annual performance appraisal. No, no, that's the end of that process. This is, um, there are so many things that add into how a, a person performs and how an organization performs. And HR or HX um, really uh, can provide guidance on, you know, all of those areas. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I am just writing something down here. Uh, I have to tell you, now that you've told me you're, you're passionate about performance management, I'm writing that down <laughs> and that will be another topic that I that I follow up with you on because, uh, yeah, I just I find um, goals, the way we achieve them, um, what motivates us. I find that all so fascinating. So I would love to dig into that with you sometime. Oh, well, that's interesting that you say that you say goals and, and achieving them. Well, um, I, I very often I ask because I, I support um, a number of small businesses and they're tell they tell me, you know, this person isn't performing. And I asked, 
well, what are the goals that you've set for them? You know, are they aware of them? And um, how can you set an expectation if you, or how can you reach an expectation if you don't know what it is? So yeah, I can talk all day on that subject. You know, and I'm sorry, this is such a tangent, but I just find that this is the best way of explaining that exact concept. I think not sharing our expectations is probably one of the leading causes of divorce. You know, <laughs> you, you cannot meet someone's expectations if you don't know what they are. Um, and there's just so much we don't talk about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot to unpack there. And I think you and I could probably talk for hours. Oh, it, it can be done in segments. I think it has to be in installations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll do that. Um, so we, we have briefly touched on the topic of compliance and compliance mm -hmm. is really about legal minimum standards. Right. And then there's also best practices. And I think that is a way of understanding what we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would say yes. It's uh, it's more of a it's not just a best practice, um, but uh, we can talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. OK, so we're going to be talking, folks, about terminations. And uh, you're I, th I think you're right there, uh, Leah, that there's well, not I think you're right. You're definitely right because you're the. Um, but there's probably some gray area and there's probably some overlap between um, what the standards are, what the compliance needs are, and then what uh, what is a best practice um, and terminations can uh, that topic can span so many different subtopics. Yeah. Today, why don't you set us up on our topic and not just what our topic is, but why are we talking about it now? Well, we're talking about it because we're approaching what? Sorry, lay, lay out. <laughs> what <laughs> topic is. Yeah. Um, the uh, what we're talking about today is um, we're approaching a time of year um that usually we're leading into you know those annual performance you know appraisals or reviews if you do them and and maybe employers are recognizing that oh it's not going so well but what we're also approaching is our year end when things may get quieter we're approaching holiday season and there is kind of an unwritten but not unspoken um agreement with uh number of leaders as well as HR professionals that if you are planning to do a termination of any kind, um, doing it past November 15th, you're starting to get into some murky waters there. And there's there's um, a number of reasons why and, and the ones that often make the employer's ears perk up are the what this means legally, what it means financially to me, but there's also the residual effects that remain in the workplace and impacts the workplace culture. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much for setting that up. Um, so so there are kind of two topics that are coming together almost or two mm -hmm. situations that are coming together. Ultimately, that performance management, that, that decision to terminate mm -hmm. um, and the human aspect, the time of year, um, the the term that um, that was new to me was or is last chance to terminate chance to terminate um, and you mentioned November 15th now it's kind of funny because it's we're talking about termination so that seems a little hard but mm -hmm. but last chance to terminate is is actually about kindness I'd say it's 
It's absolutely about kindness. And that's where, um, and I, I truly appreciate um, uh, a compliment I was given many years ago, twenty uh, probably 20 years ago, is um, that when I was leaving an organization, one of the the vice presidents of quality came up to me and said, but you can't leave. You put the human in human resources. And I was so very flattered. He was a lovely man. And, um, but it, we do have to sometimes put the human in human resources or the human experience um, because I have to stand in somebody's shoes um, in a number of instances and in a number of cases. And so termination, I've actually, uh, like many of us, I've been there. I, I know what it feels like to be told, unfortunately, you know, your your role here is is ending because and whatever the reason is, you don't actually hear that part um, necessarily, because sometimes when it's not done well or appropriately, um, there's a shock factor that takes place. So leading into a holiday season, um, we have to consider what does that person have going on in their lives right now? Have they planned a vacation? Have they, um, you know, already bought all of their presents? Um, you know, assuming that they follow, you know, but there are many different celebrations that go on um, at this time of year. And so it's just something that we we need to consider. How, and going a step back, if a termination is for performance, it should never be a surprise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, you know, there are exceptions um, where a person's behavior um, or actions may um, justify that they be terminated immediately. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about when terminations are being planned, when it is, it, it's a known that it's going to happen. Yes. Um, it, that's That's more what we're talking about here. Okay, so being the devil's advocate a little bit, mm-hmm. I am a small business owner. I've got you know twenty employees, and I'm I'm sort of behind on my on my to do list. And it is December first, and I realize that things are kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Why why shouldn't I do what's why shouldn't I let someone go? Isn't that at, at that point? Isn't that what's right for my business in that moment? Um, it's not ideal, but isn't it what's right for my business? Uh, and I I completely understand that. It might be right for your business and you need to consider, um, there's, well, there's always many things to consider. If you need to let a person go and it's December 1st because financially, let's say, you might not be able to make payroll the, the following month, right? Yeah. Um, there, that's an understandable reason, but you have to understand that an employee can challenge that in a court of law and they can say, I was wrongfully dismissed and seek damages. Hmm. And there are actually situations. Um, there's, there was actually one case. It was back in 2010. Uh, this is one that I'm, I'm most familiar with. Um, it's bad faith damages uh, that were sought because of the time of year that the employee was uh, terminated and they won uh, in this. And this is an Ontario based. I should I should note that it was uh, Ontario Superior Court and they sought um, 
they sought damages and they were awarded $75,000. So, wow. Right. That yeah. is not nothing. <laughs> so very likely, um, you know, depending on you always, you always look at what the person would have been entitled to in terms of a severance likely wouldn't have been $75,000. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, you can look at wrongful dismissal, but also bad faith. And that's m what this is about. So we're talking about um, reasonably as a business owner, did you know, should you have known that this needed to happen and the impact that it will have on the individual mm -hmm. really to mitigate their losses? Yes. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to interrupt here because um, it sounds to me like what you're saying is what is right for my business mm -hmm. isn't just defined by the monetary side of the the equation here, um, it, it, like the the instant monetary side of the equation. So mm -hmm. if I think that it's going to, um, you know, save me pay if I let them go now rather than in January or mm -hmm. whenever, um, I, I need to consider the big picture because this moment is not all the information. Right. That's right. There's, um, and I think that's, that's why, um, one of the reasons the HX team is here. It's, I need to, you know, sometimes a, um, a business owner needs to have the conversation and really hear the, their own, uh, story, if you will, out loud for my rationale and are there other options? Because different people will ding, uh, bring different points of view. Yeah, well, and and because the work that you do is in HR, mm -hmm. you've literally intersected with this way more times than one business owner could possibly, right? Because you're doing this for multiple businesses. Yes, and before, uh, before this, you know, there's, um, I've I've had a career of um, working in organizations. I was in a manufacturing organization in 2008 when the uh, the recession hit, and we looked for every which way to be able to keep our employees um, uh, employed, however possible, through government programs. But I sadly had to do two rounds of mass terminations, so I got to understand um, mm -hmm. the legalities of it pretty pretty well but yeah. and I, I say that I, it, I never want to say I'm I'm good at doing this because it's not something you want <laughs> to be good at but I what I did learn is that you need to be knowledgeable you need to um, what the um, what employment standards tells you is your obligation for termination rights of the employee, like the severance, et cetera, the notice and severance, mm -hmm. that that's not it. They, if depending on your contracts that you have, the written agreements you have with them, um, there's also um, a word that I, I use very often when I am uh, consulting with our clients is precedence. Whatever you've yeah. done for one, you've regardless of its termination, if it's, you know, Anything that you've given that person, you've now created a precedence, yes. which can be, for lack of a better term, used against you. So there is, <laughs> yeah. even though you were just really trying to be nice to that person, that one person, but 
that that's what exists. Yeah, for sure. So when I'm thinking about um, terminations in November, December, mm -hmm. um, you mentioned I need to think about um, I need to think about severance. I need mm -hmm. to think about bad faith. Um, mm -hmm. Other obligations that could ultimately affect damages. Mm -hmm. is, is there is there anything else you would add to that list that I need to be considering as a consequence? Absolutely. Um, there's. There are many things that are left. So having been through 2008 and two rounds of mass, mass terminations, um, you have to consider survivor guilt. So, and the morale. What is survivor guilt? guilt? Is the, let's say you have a small organization like you talked about, people generally get really close. You know, you, you spend so much time together and you're a small number of people. Well, if, one person is terminated right leading up to what's supposed to be a celebratory season. You have a guilt of why was it them? Why wasn't it me? Um, and then, you know, you're concerned about that individual. It can be distracting for them in work, um, in the work that they're performing. And then it, continues to branch out from there it can impact the morale uh, of the of the uh, the team and also the there can be a um, a break in the trust uh, that you have with the remaining employees as well so the how dare they especially if this person was reasonably well liked how dare they let that person go? six, four, two weeks up to, you know, whatever, if they celebrate, let's say, um, but a time of year where there are shutdowns, um, people take vacation, you know, it's, it's typically uh, a time where money gets spent. And if they had already put the money out of pocket and are now facing also family members at, you know, get togethers, it, it's, there are many things that go through a person's mind and they won't likely forget about it when they come back to work on January 2nd. Mm -hmm. You know, That's those funny. things last. Yeah, that it's funny or maybe not funny is the right word, but it's this, uh, I, I'm sure there have been business owners or people managers that have had to make a tough um, termination decision near the end of the year thinking, at least we can start clean in January. <laughs> and that is not actually the case. No, it's not always the case. And you have to consider that each each person is an individual and they have their own um, their own set of experiences um, and they have um, some are more um, affected by change for yes. one. But there's an, another thing to consider is as they're leading into the if you're going into a holiday season um, and some people have booked their vacation and now you're down a team member. Are they going to be worried that, oh, great, now there's more work coming on to me? Are they going to ask me to cancel my vacation to cover off for this person? It, the communic if, if an employer decides to go the route and they feel they must let someone go, you have to also have a good communication plan, a good plan in place and a good communication plan uh, of how are we going to convey to the remaining employees, uh, the message that's going to give them confidence and a sense of calm 
um, especially in a year like this, there's not a lot of calm going on for many people. So um, sensitivities are going to be particularly high. Yeah. So there are a few things I, I hope I remember to unpack them all. So one thing you talked about trust um, yep. and how that, you know, when you break that trust uh, and with the folks that are are still there, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's something that just resonates with me. Um, a marketer um, that I that I follow follow online. Um, her name is Bushra Azar, I believe, and she constantly says business loves speed. Money loves speed. Mm -hmm. And there was a little soundbite from Carrie on the HX team. Um, I had never heard this before. She says, growth happens at the speed of trust. And mm -hmm. if you're a business and if you're in a tough situation where you're letting people go, mm -hmm. man, oh man, are you kind of compounding the issues? Uh, so you obviously need to grow. Uh, but now by doing that in a way that um, by by letting someone go in a way that hurts internal trust, you might actually be taking one step forward and two steps back in terms of growth. Well, you you can because uh, a person's attention to their work can be, you know, may not be the same and for at least a period of time. But what they invest of themselves and their time into their role, into the organization that they might have done before, it's almost like, um, and it's not true for every person, but for some, and I've watched it unfold, it's almost like an awakening. It's like, wait a minute, you mean our jobs aren't guaranteed for life? Yes. Um, you mean that even though I, I stayed up till 2 a.m. to do that report, um, you could still, this could still happen to me. Um, it, it, it's, you, you start to breach um, trust, you start to breach confidence. And the level of performance that you may have gained from people before, you can notice a decline. Yeah, that's interesting. So it might actually um, create a check on the performance of others that that weren't directly affected by a termination. It's mm -hmm. really interesting. Um, I also think you, you've you touched on something interesting around the fact that here we are living in a global pandemic. Um, and I and you mentioned the um, the fact that you create precedence by sort of making decisions as you go. Mm -hmm. I cannot help but think that this is probably the greatest time in human history where businesses have been making ad hoc decisions that they, you know, solving for policies that don't exist because they didn't know they needed them um, and creating those precedents. Is that, is that fair? Uh, I think so. Um, and uh, even people like myself who have lived and breathed the, uh, you know, Ontario employment standards for years, mm -hmm. we're being told double check because we've made an amendment. We've made an amendment to this, and and particularly the the area I'm referring to is the layoff. Yeah, the, that, that's so true. I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, like I I know about it obviously, but in this conversation, I hadn't thought about the fact that even the laws are changing as we speak. Mm -hmm. uh, so this isn't just about creating new precedents based on whatever information you have today um, in your own business, but the rules have changed. What you did last month may no longer be legal. We had, uh, uh, as 
as an example, we had an article ready to go out uh, to the, the PE community about the end of the COVID period, which would impact layoff and the day we were ready to post. Yes. The government said, wait a minute, it's now extended for four more months. So these are the kind of things that, you know, it's our job. This is our area of um, specialty, of expertise. We have to keep our finger to the pulse of that. We can't expect um, a, a business owner necessarily to do that because right now they're focusing on how do I keep my business going, growing, you know, in in whatever area that is their uh, is their area of expertise. Mm -hmm. And focusing on adapting so that they can deliver in this market. Um, so yeah, businesses definitely need the need the freedom to do what you know do what they do. Uh, to, to actually perform the functions of their business. <clears throat> so if a company, a business owner, a people manager um, is you know, going into this holiday season, they feel like a termination is on the table. They need to consider it. Um, would you recommend that they you know, listen to a podcast like this and try and factor in all of the stuff themselves like what would you recommend um do, do they go forward with their best effort <sighs> trying to go something like this alone um i i understand why why people wouldn't you know would would think it's okay to do so a lot of uh, and i may deviate here i apologize um a number of small business owners that I've been speaking with recently uh, regarding compliance areas don't really realize that they're held equally accountable for for things as as a larger business. Uh, and so I I don't recommend going it alone. I think um, you need to talk to someone um, with a level of knowledge. Uh, a level of expertise, somebody who maybe can provide you um, alternate solutions or a plan for how how to, if you must conduct the termination, how to make it go at, to the, the best it can. Yeah, for sure. Mit at mitigating the employer's risk and also yeah. treating the employee with with dignity, respect and fairness. Yeah, because that ultimately lands on the folks you're keeping as well. Um, okay, so uh, what I'm hearing is if I'm a small business owner uh, facing terminations this season, um, I I need I, I should talk to somebody who can advise me on whether or not uh, or like help me make the decision of whether or not now is the time. And yep. then if it is the time, then there's that second element of how to do it properly. That's right. That's right. It goes back to the um you know what do you offer the person um and what do you tell them and what do you tell your team it's a plan and it's a communication plan it's it's a package yeah for sure you, that, that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. um and and i just love because you know i care about people i truly truly do i love seeing people succeed i love seeing people happy and, and performing at their best um so i love the fact that there is a human connection to performance and success um, and, and I love that there are clear lines like in this instance where we can talk about you know how we can how we can do human resources humanely yes that's a very good way to say it 
Mm -hmm. Very good way to say it. Um, is I have a, a curious kind of question. November 15th, um, mm -hmm. that's sort of the cutoff. You know, if, you, if you're not going to let folks go by that date, then don't. Is that is that just a magical date that we pulled out of somewhere or does that come out of precedent in law? Do you, how, do you know where that came from? You know what? I, I think it falls into that unwritten, it, unwritten it's an, um, not quite urban legend but it, it's kind of a guideline I mean it's it's six weeks out till the end of the year roughly um, you have to allow um, for people to make or change plans and um, so uh, it, it's it's an estimated date personally I would push it back further but you know people still also have to run their business like I if you said November 1st, which I did use in, in another organization that I worked with, um, but it's, it's, I don't know that it's arbitrary, but I don't know how that one was, how it was determined. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I want to quickly check in. Are there any other, because I just feel like there's so much to this topic um, that I, I don't want to miss something. Are there any other um, big picture points that I haven't really asked about that you you want to make sure that we hear that that uh, we walk away with uh, I I think we actually touched upon a lot of things at least at a high level I mean there's always more to say um, but yeah it's really about considering we always have to consider that the business you know needs to continue for all of all of the people employed there um, but how we how we treat people in a termination, and that can include the date or how it's done or where it's done. There's a lot of things that um, a business owner needs to consider because um, there's the wrongful dismissal angle to things, but there's also bad faith. Um, and and it's, um, it's being made, judgments are being made on that um, more and more. Very, very interesting. I educating, educating yourself. Yeah, fair enough. I appreciate that. I'm sorry that I interrupted you there. Um, uh, and education is everything. You can only do, you can only make a proper decision with all of the information. Um, and we can't each of us have all of the information in our own heads. So we're lucky to have um, experts, and we're lucky to have experts that are accessible. Um, and and that brings me back to why we're here at Payment Evolution. Um, mm -hmm. our, our HX team is available and wants to help, um, and there's a mechanism for doing so. Um, I want to let everyone know who's listening today, you can email our HX team directly um, and just, just even put in the subject line, last chance to terminate last chance to terminate or you know holiday terminations or whatever it is and we'll get back to you and um and we'll let you know what well we'll talk it out with you and see what kind of support you need you can email hx at um it's hx so h for human x for human experience sorry for experience so hx at paymentevolution.com Evolution is spelled just as you imagine. <laughs> HX at paymentevolution.com. Just express your interest, and one of our team members will get back to you and talk about what the options are. Do you need uh, phone call consults? Do you need something deeper? Um, and really, we're here to give you that on demand 
um, expertise and, and just what you need, uh, which is kind of nice, just in time. Um, so please take advantage of that. Leah, do you think this is going to be a really big um, issue this holiday? Uh, if, <laughs> from the human inside the human experience, uh, I say I hope not. Um, but I, I do know that a number of businesses are are very challenged with the changes of opens and closings and temporary shutdowns. Um, uh, if you know, we're here to support. Uh, if if it is something that's on a business owner's mind. Awesome. Thank you so so much for coming and joining us here today and talking about this topic, Lee. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the PayEvo podcast. If you are looking for better payroll, human resources, benefits, and more for your small business, be sure to visit paymentevolution.com. Don't forget to subscribe and tweet us at PayEvo with requests and ideas for future episodes. We'll catch you next time on the PayEvo podcast.